You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Debbie. Woo! Welcome to the show, Debbie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I think you're I the first guest I have a little bit of questions for, but a bone to pick. I saw you did an episode on my hero, Marilyn Monroe. So I need to know, was she murdered? Yeah, yeah. I think there was stuff going on, but you have to listen to the episode because it is so confusing that even as I did the episode, I had to keep these notes so handy because I think a lot was going on that night. I I don't know if it was technically a murder, but there was some shady stuff going on. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, she knew so much, but then like, you, if you read like the coroner coroner's report, it was like she had a cardiac arrest, but then they found a bottle of pills. And I'm like, did they force her to take the pills? Was it all in line with JFK's family? I'm going insane. Who yeah. has the answers? <laughs> like, it's way too much. And plus she all that supposedly that night, Robert Kennedy came to visit her and I it's like what was he doing like I still don't know if she was having an affair with both of them or just one of them and there was a lot like because Peter Lawford came that night there was a lot of people in that house that that's a fact and but what they were doing you know and then uh, Jimmy Hoffa you know Jimmy Hoffa right he yeah. was the union leader he bugged Marilyn's house in Los Angeles and New York City. And it's a fact. It's not even like a fictional thing. It's, it's a fact. They found Peter Lawford was in there pulling out the bugs the night that she died. And like, what were they doing that for? Why? Like, I, you know what I I'm mean? I'm trying to throw away my <laughs> lawn trimmings is what they say. Like, it doesn't make any sense and then like see i got fascinated with that one because i was learning about the jfk assassination which is like i don't know if you studied anything about it like yeah it's insane it, there's insane. so many people don't even understand like once you read the article for it, everybody's like oh they changed the route it's like that's not even the first question i have <laughs> the first question i have is like everything was set up perfectly for this to happen but yeah is there hints of the government maybe drugging him to be able to shoot JFK? Probably. I mean, it it makes sense. But he was wearing a back brace. So if you watch the video, he doesn't go forward like that. Like when he goes forward, it stops him because the back brace is holding him up. So I'm like, that's just free shots at his head. But Absolutely. then I'm mentioning this to my mom. And my mom goes, you should ask your grandmother. And I'm like, why? He goes, she dated one of the servicemen that was on JF. And I was like, what? Oh and he goes, yeah, God. he writes books and stuff about it. That's but then I'm like, nuts. it's even crazier is that now there's a, they think it might be a cover up on the aspect of like, when you watch the video, which we watched in school, which is really awesome yeah. to show, but it's really fucked up. Like you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, well, we're watching it. You see the first bullet come through, and then you see the second one hit him in the neck. 
Well, the third one blows the top of his head off. And you're like, did it shoot from a downward angle into his head? But the way his head flew off was in an upward angle. So what they're thinking was one of the servicemen that was involved when he was pulling out his gun, he had his hand like his finger on the trigger. And he when he pulled it up, he accidentally fired and it shot off JFK's head. Oh my God. So yeah. there's this whole like mix match. I'm like, honestly, I'm not surprised if that is true. Like cover it up. But you, it makes sense to cover it up because you can't just tell the people, hey, our trusted bodyguards of the president just blew his head off. Like you yeah, can't, like, <laughs> there'd, be people, there'd be people like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are they protecting the president? I could do, you could ask a guy at Center to do a better job to protect <laughs> our president. And did you ever see that movie of JFK by Oliver Stone? I have not. Oh, it's you, you, it's amazing. It, it really makes you think because how he presents it will blow your mind. I, I mean, it, it's insane. Well, it, for, it really is. Forensics was something I took in like, like college to go get like my psychology stuff. And then I was studying like forensics. I was like, maybe I could do the CSI thing. You see a couple episodes of CSI. You're like, it's in the bodies in the basement, the bodies in the basement. And it's like, you start thinking you could do that. Well, I had a, when I was taking the class, the teacher was like a good tell when you come to a crime scene, if somebody was murdered or that it was suicide, is that depending on how the body hit and you go, why? And you go, a person who's committing suicide never goes head first. And you say, why? It's an initial instinct in humans. And much like the same thing with cats, where they always land on their feet. If you start jumping off of a building head first, if it's not in a pool where you know you're going to splash into water, your body tries to turn itself to protect its head. Like instinctually, you can't stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see it. And there's stuff that they know that's so, like you said, they walk into a room and they can tell instantly because of the way they think, the way they're trained. So, you know, it's like, it's like, it's insane to think. I mean, that's how I guess you could tell with the mafia stuff. People get thrown off a building. You walk up to like, that's a, that's a dead body. Yeah, that's a dead body for sure. How did it die? Well, he landed on his head. Probably was thrown off from a Elvini over there. (laughs) Honest to God, can you imagine those days when the mob like reigned supreme? All the stuff that they had. I, I mean, know I would be killed probably like maybe halfway halfway through the movie era. I guess I would say like you know I would get to like maybe like higher up, but then I would end up like pissing somebody off, or they would be like right, take them down to the down with the fishes. I'm like, hold on a second, I don't like fishing. I don't want to go fishing. Honest to God, I just watched Goodfellas last night. Speaking of mobsters, for the eighty millionth time, but every time it comes on, I cannot put it off. I, I just that movie fascinates me. I, I, I love it. It's a great movie. I heard someone mention. They said, "I wish, like, I'm so happy that we've progressed as a society." where we're not at that point where someone could just be killed by the mafia. And I said, you think that's not happening with things that are going on now? Like <laughs> the government just fucking a little, a little thumb gone. across the neck, like, hey, take this guy out. I'm like, dude, they will, they'll say they shipped you to China or something. Like they can take yeah, you right. back. Now, there's, there's even an unsolved mystery that's on Netflix. It didn't happen too long ago. I can't remember the guy's name or anything. 
But even that was supposed to be a possible mafia hit, and that didn't happen too long ago. Well, someone you know, mentioned with um ah oh God, I would really want to give this guy credit. Um uh oh, what's his name? Oh, he was in um Grown Ups. I'm gonna remember his name. It's gonna come to me later, but oh, oh grown ups, that's a great movie too. It's, it's I mean, not it's not Adam Sandler and it's not the major guys. He's the other guy that played um Adam Sandler's enemy in the movie. He's a famous comedian. I will freaking look up. Oh, him. God. The guy with the curly hair. Oh, hold on a second. He was in Boogie Nights. I, I might be thinking of the wrong movie. Grown, grown, no, Grown Ups. Yeah, my kids love that movie. Oh, I'm trying to think. I, I can. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Colin, oh, he's great. Okay. So Colin Quinn th- tossed out a theory. He said, maybe it's easier to kill somebody in prison after the Epstein thing. And I was like, it makes sense because that they legally have a camera on you, which you would think would be the safest place because they have eyes on you 24 seven, but someone could turn that off. If you get into a fight on the street, 50 people have iPhones that you can't turn off. That's true, man. That iPhone really changed society. (laughs) God bless Steve jobs. (laughs) I don't have to get murdered over cornflakes that's true and all these like city i mean in the city it's all cameras i mean everywhere everybody has a camera now you know like they're they you know all these the stores that are open late they all have cameras especially them because there's there's a lot of you know they need them so when did the turn in your head go i want to study murder instead of oh god (laughs) very early on (laughs) I just, I, when I was a kid, I was fascinated by, by, I hate to sound like a nut, but I was fascinated by death. And I was fascinated with like, what is that point where you lose it and you kill someone or you kill yourself? Like what, what happens to push you to that point? I can tell you, I've experienced one of those points. Where it's like of anger. I not even anger. Just like I'm fucking done. Like you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Like, oh no, yeah. I, I don't know. think I would ever have like the ability to do so. But like I got into a conflict one time where I was like, cops have been called on me. I'm not an aggressive person. It was just like so much to a point where you're like, I'm done. And it's yeah. like you freak out and like you break some stuff or something. And I remember cops were coming to my house because they thought like I was being violent. I was like, I just threw something. But I'm like sitting out on my front porch like I'm so moving out. I'm so like out of here. Then I'm like, oh, I like, fucking get it. Hell? I get why OJ snapped. I get yes. it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I I do get that. I that do. book is insane. If you've ever read that book, if it's I did, good. it's it oh, go- I never did. I, I never I did it. But then there's like a little. Well, there's it's if I did it, but like the I um is like whatever. It's really small inside of that the main print. Wild. That in itself is wild. It's like let me I write a fucking book about if I actually did it, here's how I would do it. And then after that tweet and put on like Facebook and all these things like, hey, oh, hey world, how's it going? It's like, oh Jesus, you were the guy from Naked Gun. I know, he was like the most revered guy. Everyone loved him. And then when that happened, I remember sitting there and, and, and Al Callings, you know, Callings was driving him in that Bronco and we were like, 
this can't be OJ. Like, this is our hero. I mean, it really blew. It just like, it really was a shocking event. Nowadays, it kind of, it's not, it, I don't think it would be as shocking as it was at that time. Like it, at that time, it was mind blowing. I don't think it was like a justified crime, but I think a lot of people understood if he did the reason why, I mean, you're so passionate about something that's usually where murder comes into contact with. I mean, he definitely, if he, if, if he did it, um, right. Yeah. Golf didn't fit. So you must've quit, but yeah, right, right. All right. signs no, are kind of like, Hey bro. <laughs> you yeah, got no, it. You got the fucking murder weapon in your truck, man. And you, <laughs> we get it. We get. It. Um, I mean, I, that's it. Like he was acquitted by a jury of his peers, and that's what people have to remember. But it's the whole thing was just, oh my god, it was. It, it really was when DNA first came into play, and it it changed a lot of things. It's when Core TV came out twenty four seven, and and. Everyone was riveted by it. We couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> First off, if you're going on Judge Judy, yeah, <laughs> you're fucking. That's all it is—is is getting paid. That's all they care about is the money. They don't care if they look like a fool on that show. Well, no, absolutely right, exactly. Oh, big time, big time. I know. I watch that show. It is crazy. Still crazy after all these. I don't even know if it's still on, but I watched it when it first came out. Do you think that, like, it's? I want to ask you the basic connection with murder or death. Do you think that we look at things like OJ's killing or OJ's whatever murder you want to call it, but then we look at other murders of that sort where you find the guy, the victim, or you find the person who did it. But then we look at somebody that's able to flick a button and launch a missile and blow up millions of people. And we don't look at it with such haste. We look at it with like, we're not stringing them up for crimes. I mean, we're launching, is it just because the interaction, the personal interaction is different? It seems like if you literally have like, in my town, for instance, we had a dude that was killed in a gang thing. And we didn't, it's, it's a, we're in a beach town. We're Ocean City fucking Maryland. We're wearing flip-flops and shit. Like, what? Like, oh my God. What Here's a, your promotion city. I just yeah. was down there last weekend. Oh, damn. We could have hung out. out. Yes. I, I was shopping my brains out, but shout out because you got some great freaking shopping places. A, it was like a few years ago, a kid got stabbed 86 times. I'm like, the oh fucking God. hatred you have to have for somebody to stab them 86 times. There's a different effect. Then when you just say you click a button and a bomb gets launched off somewhere and then thousands of people die, there's a different effect when you're right there and you're seeing it because you have to have the fucking lust, the bloodlust to kill somebebody but I mean do they know the guy or they just it was just a hate they, crime they or? just think it was a gang killing like the, these two rival gangs oh, got into a, oh, a rival gangs yeah I mean I think the hatred there is. When you have like these gangs or even like drug dealers, I notice on the corners, like when there is a lot of, um, I don't know if it's power or the struggle, like this is my corner, but it does become heated. Like that's my corner. That's my, that's me. That's my power. And, and you're taking away my power. And I see a lot of violence with that. Like very hatred, like you said, anger you know, 86 times or shoot, you know, constant shootings. And I believe that it's from, 
the struggle to want uh, in, in their world, they want to be the top guy, you know, and then you're trying to take it away from me. And that's the only thing I have. And, and I, it's not that I sympathize. I just, I understand, you know what I mean? Like I can, I can, I try to understand what they're thinking when they're, they're just taking a life so easily. I look at the human mind on that aspect of things because I believe a lot of people get too upset and then they overreact. And then I also believe that sometimes somebody does not know it's wrong. Like, right. you, like when you when you come across these Zodiac killers or these, honestly, I'm going to say this right now. Um, and people listening, I don't care if you want to call it too political. I said as a joke that Joe Biden was the Zodiac killer. And I said, it'd be so easy because he would just forget that he did the killings. But what I meant was like, he, there's something off about that guy. Now, all this stuff that's coming out now, I'm like, I fucking called it. Yeah, right. But, I know. There's, I, I agree with you on that one, man. With I this, mean, well, we won't get it too into it. But yeah, with the, right. I got with, it. With the serial killer thing, what I always found fascinating about was when when someone would plead insane, they would have a psychologist come in and try and thoroughly examine if the person is actually insane. Honestly, your best route, if you're not insane and you say you are insane, thinking that's going to get you a better place to go. No, it's not. Cause if you've ever been to an insane asylum, it's fucking nuts. Um, I, I had to pick up somebody that was a, a family friend, from a mental institution and that is some scary shit where i did my own oh research my into God. mental institutions and it is some really that needs to be a program that needs to be funded better because they that that area situation it's just horrible but when you're trying to find out if somebody's insane i've seen documentaries and accounts of killers that were like why did i do it because I wanted to. And then they would keep asking this guy this question and he would just go, because I wanted, to. and he was getting angry. And I'm like, there's a line in his head that is not crossing the morality of the situation where it's okay for him to do that because he can't experience another person's emotions, which is right. like, that's true. You're right. Oh, sorry. If you, Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you ever try and kill somebody, or if you ever try and do something harmful to somebody, you know where there's a stopping point. You know, like, if you're going to hit somebody, like, do I really want to punch this person? Am I that upset? There's that thought that comes in. Then you overreact. But a lot of people would even tell you that they would never think about ever killing a human being because it's a life. That's a person. I would never go that far. You always hear that. Maybe that should be the way. Maybe we should bring it back to the old mafia days because how many people would actually do a crime like that if they had to actually be in that situation? Now we can just fucking tweet something, somebody reads it, and then they go and kill themselves. You're still doing the same thing. You get the same cause. Yeah, right. That is that is freaky, man. Now social media brought a whole other level of you know, it, it, people like, you know, you hear about all those things that these girls or anybody, guys that are harassed and then they do something because of social media. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, that's a whole level that when I was growing up, I didn't have any of that. And I, it, it, it's got to, the pressure has to be insane. I, I really feel for people that grew up with all the social media, because it's, I think it's harder to grow up with that in your face. I mean, it's always a camera around. It's always, you know, it's just different. It's, it's so different than 
I, we could do anything, get away with it. I mean, it was just so different. It's still kind of nuts to me how we have cameras everywhere, yeah. but still there's like, we're trying to find the murderer. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, there was an ATM across the street. There was like 30 dudes on Twitter, on Snapchat. That dude's on Worldstar. You get to see the guy get killed on Worldstar. Yeah. You don't, the cop's like, can you draw a description? The dude's just like, five, seven to six foot four. Um, white black hispanic asian it's like you're a dude trying to sketch it up and i'm like how the yeah. fuck what are you drawing i, I to sketch artists i i very rare I, they said that the worst thing is um because people don't recall i couldn't recall i i would never be able to remember any feature about anybody i i just don't look at people like that like when i'm talking i'm not thinking Am I going to have to know this for a murder someday? I should be, but I, I don't. I, I just, I, I, I couldn't even imagine. We're too worried about Instagram and yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> when your grandma gets shot in front of you in the street, what was he wearing? I don't know. I was making a post about the quiche I was eating. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Your grandma got shot. It's like, yeah, but the quiche, yeah, it's got it. 10 likes. It's like, whoa. Yes. Grandma. I just got 10 in five minutes what are you talking about i know it's so true it's terrible to laugh at but you got to but it's you have to i i have such a sick sense of humor but i am very like sympathetic with i mean if somebody has something happen and they tell me the story like i am extremely sympathetic with anybody that has lost someone to murder yeah. but when because you hear of all these stories I don't know. I, I think that's why my sense of humor gets twisted. It's like you need that release just to. My sense of humor gets twisted when a thousand ways to die came on. Oh, I wasn't. God, I wasn't. Yes. I wasn't happy about like if you would have been like a thousand ways to murder, I would have been like, damn those people. But a thousand ways to die. If a dude ties a chainsaw to a rope, starts swinging it around his head to cut the back of his bushes that he can't reach, and then he kills himself with the chainsaw, I'm laughing my ass off. Oh my it God. Sucks he's right. dead, but that dude's an idiot. That show was the best. We we love that. Oh my, oh, we watched that. Show. I forgot about that show. That was a great show. Is it still on? Can you still catch it on I, like YouTube? Probably and stuff? not. That got canceled yeah. with cops, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot they're canceling it all. Yeah, that was a good one. That was oh, we we love that show. I love all that stuff. I, I just like you said, ever since I was a kid, I just was obsessed with true crime and and I love investigating the story. Like I it's like a riddle. A I, riddle. Yeah. I bet you I bet you that you probably love those games on the computer where it's like find it, where you have to click and find the mystery pieces that solve the puzzle and they lead you yes. to the next level. I used yes. to play those all the time as a kid, and it was like trying to solve the thing. It was so freaking enticing where you're like, Where's the magnifying glass? Where's the magnifying glass? Yeah criminal case oh my god i was obsessed with that game for a long time i i am up so many levels i still play it every once in a while but i do like this kind of i, I feel like, like i could i could manage back in the mafia days like i could be yeah, like i think you'd right. be okay i he think got, you would make it this is this is obviously he was killed by a barbed wire but it's probably a gang thing i'm guessing it's tony over at tony's pizza down the street now it's like 
oh my God, how did this person die? Was it because of that Tesla? Was it because of this? Was it an internet thing? Did they kill by 5G? Was it the vaccine? I'm like, Jesus, like there's too many avenues. Bring me back to the day where you would just shoot a guy in daylight. That's true. And it was easy. It was, there is, there's so many different levels. There's a respect factor to it. You threw a guy into a bowling ball return that was like you have to have a sick and you have to have a hatred for that person. Now somebody just clicks a button and somebody dies. I'm like, you can't know, do that. That's not, yeah, it's too easy. Go back to those creative days. That's true. It changes things. Are we pro I'm murder? Glad. I don't think we yeah. are, but I think <laughs> we're pro actually having like passion for doing something. Yeah. That sounds even that's worse. It. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. When I say stuff, I'm like, oh. I'm always like trying to, but, but I'm really a nice person, you know? Like, I, but look, I think we're both passionate and caring people, but I think the aspect of like, if you look at, um, what do you call it? Oh my God. I had a good thing. The Joker movie. So the Joker movie, oh, I excellent. think a lot of people watch that and realize that they all might be a little bit twisted. Cause if you would have went through what that dude went through that led him to that oh, craziness yeah. factor, you would understand. Exactly. And that's true. And it probably happens all the time. How can you imagine like you're in charge of your family, you're, you have everything going for you and then you lose your job and then this happens and then that happens. It's taking away who you are. I mean, no wonder people snap. Like that's when, when you take away everything a person has, I can totally see. I, and just like their dignity or embarrass them. It does, it, it starts to piss people off and, and it, it creates a lot of anger. I mean, like I, I was reading about Columbine a couple of weeks ago. That was unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe the security breaches at that time there was just, oh man, that was a mess. I mean, they implemented a lot of things after that, but there were so many things that happened that shouldn't have happened. But at the time, nothing like that. That was the first of its kind of that many people at once. And it, just the way it was handled, oh, it, it was. That's my thought that that's going to happen even more with like the giant mass shootings, because I think there's a expectation set on people, much like you were saying about like respect or like, this is my corner type thing. It's mine. Everyone is looking for a fame route. And sadly it's way harder to go the right way when someone can easily just shoot up a bunch of things and then get fame from it. And that's why media was never supposed to say the person's name who was the shooter. But now people are- that's because it gives them attention terroristic acts get attention but now it's like media has forgotten about that wants to start shouting off people's names to the rooftops yeah. and I'm like, when you do that then that's going to lead to someone else being like well i guess this is my only shot to fame and then kill that's more people true. that's that's very true it is it's like why yeah i mean it's true you're giving them the fame that they're craving in such a wrong way but and then someone else sees it and it, it, it I, I, how many copycats were created by that one column, you know, and it's yeah. still going. Well, I mean, I, I did a lot of research on a paper for school that was based on Grand Theft Auto. Um, basically, people were saying, oh, video games cause violence. They called kids to be violent. 
not true. What it does that I do agree with is that I think it unlocks the initial potential that is already there based on a predecessing thing, such as if a kid has a conflict, you know, the fucking kid that's stealing all the neighborhood cats, you're going to fucking look at like that dude's nuts. Right. But I think like, because I've killed many hookers in video games, but I've never killed one in actual life and I would never do so. Um, Right, right. Unless she didn't have my money. No, I'm I'm, I'm joking. But (laughs) when it comes to Grand Theft Auto, like I think it speeds up that initial thing that's already there. It's kind of like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I just think like, especially I called this back before the this vaccine, the Corona one had problems with it. I said, it's probably like I am legend where I'm going to wait six months to take it just to see how everybody else fares. So I don't turn into a zombie. My fault that that was actually- That's right. That is perfect. My fault yeah. that that was actually <laughs> true. Where like now people, one in three people are experiencing severe side effects from it. But what um, I'm saying is- right. That's right. I forgot about that. So with that, I think vaccines speed up something that's already there where a lot of people can experience bad things from it. So I'm like, there's something inside of us already lying dormant when it comes to like, you know, some kids, like, for instance, I had a kid in my school who threatened to shoot up the whole entire school. Wow. I The funny thing was, I didn't, I was in Hawaii at the time. So when I came back, there was nobody in school, but like five or 10 people and a couple of teachers. I'm like, what happened? They're like, oh, he threatened to shoot up the school. So no kids have been here all week. I'm like, whoa, oh like, can God. I go home now? Like, yeah, right. What happened? What did they do? What, they just, what, he, the cops came to his house and everything. And he didn't have anything that was, he was just, I guess all talk, but he's that um, type of person that was on the line of mental and like unstableness where you could tell. And I think people have that initially inside of them, but there's that one, that snap where that thing happens. And I think that's an important factor that you need to qualify in. A lot of people only care about like, they should burn, they should die. It's like some people are really mentally unwell. Exactly. It's very true. That's it. And, and, And that thing that might make them snap would never make you snap. You know, like it, it is, it's a trigger. It's something that maybe they were abused. I, I, it does, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, I know a lot of, a few women that were abused and I'm telling you that that messes you up severely. And I'm sure there's men that were abused and then it comes to that forefront. And, and when you, when there's a trigger, it, it really sets off a chain, whether it starts like a drug addiction or just an anger, like with, I'm going to kill everybody. It, it's something that, for us would be like oh we would never do that we would talk about it or joke about it but those people will do it or or they'll try to do it you know and and that's it's it's a shame because they the mental health facilities it is a joke in our I mean there is really not a really good program that I've heard of that that really takes you through and helps you it, it's like all about how good is your insurance? And then, you know, you get kicked out after two, three days. And some people need a lot more help than that. And and they and they don't they probably don't even know where to get help, some of them. Do you, you know? think with the rise of social media and the rise of like how like messed up and like it seems like we're being exposed to a lot, like a lot of things are being exposed to us that have kind of been, I mean, lied for good reason. 
I don't think we should be exposed to all this information, but we're in a digital age where everything needs to be put on social media. Do you think that it's going to increase killers? It's going to increase these types of people like the Columbine shooting or the movie theater shootings that always happen, like you always hear about? I, I think that one thing, I mean, this is going to sound a little strange, but I think that with COVID, and, and this is a disease, so, I mean, it can be mad at the disease, but I think being like, we've been isolated and it's, it's people, you know, you're in your house, you're not doing things you normally do. And in some people it's creating this just intensity. Like they want to get out of the house. They, and, and yes. And then it's just too much. Like, but what can you do? It's, it's a virus. And, and that has created a lot of anger and and you said something on the podcast that was so right on we need somebody to hate like like ultraman or somebody like some yeah. i don't know i'm trying to think of a villain but that's it like to collectively hate together this and- is the only time in a long time that we haven't heard anything about a war going on in another country it's always been Iraq when I was growing up. It's always been Afghanistan. It was all these things. And then suddenly now it's about the war in our own home. And it's like, people don't understand, this is the prime time for every other country to take us down a notch. We have yeah. been built up as number one. We have an idle head figure, call Trump what he is, whatever. He is a guy that is filling, trying to create amazing 15 size shoe where it's like, who the fuck is going to be able to keep up with your ridiculousness? <laughs> Nobody can. No, I'm not a pro-Trump, so I'm not voting on the aspect of, right. I, think, I think this is ridiculous. It's uh, like, let me choose my least best option. Yes, yes. Let's, let's yes. figure out the issues that are going on that we're not paying attention to. We have a lot of environmental issues. We have a crime issue. We have all these things. I think there needs to be better training on every single thing from our education department to our law system. If you really want to do a good episode, look up Willowbrook State School. It is an episode I know you'll be interested in. It is a mental health facility that used to be an old army um, infirmary. It's called Willowbrook Willowbrook State, State School. I'll send you it in a in the Instagram yes. too. But oh, cool. these people, this is back in the age where they didn't understand what mentally or mental retardation was. So what okay. they would do is parents would drop off their kids at the school and never pick them back up. Be like, get out of my car. You deal with them. And they would take these people that were mentally insane and they would test them with hepatitis and all these crazy things and inject them with all this crazy stuff. There are pictures. And this is where I get very, very upset because I am pro people. And seeing this made my stomach turn. There are a bunch of people that are mentally challenged, just like holding themselves naked while people are spraying them with power washers and stuff. And there's, there's crap all over the floor. They're just standing there all 80, 90 of them shoved into one little small room, the size of like a closet where they're on top of each other. And they're just, that's how they treated them. It's so when when you learn something like that, that information comes out that you have to go and you have to find down, you have to fall in a rabbit hole to find that. That's what happened to me. And when I saw that, I was like, don't expect all this stuff that comes out about the government or about people because people are people and they're known to take advantage of the weak at times. The thing yeah. is, that's not, that's not 
that's not genetic. That is brought onto us by everything the world has become today. This giant media, this giant fame factor, all these things that apply now that we all, all my anxiety, all these things are caused by the things we have created. We have turned ourselves into this. We have, we're living in a system that has been built to flush this out. It's going to keep creating it. What we need to do is we need to find a better way to reconstruct the system. It's literally life is like a fucking movie right now. And I'm like, yeah, he's writing the You're script right. of this shit. And can Brad Pitt play me? Yeah. And that's it. We need to take You're right. The, the stuff they concentrate on is so uh, you got to concentrate on. Yeah. Reforming like uh, with the, uh, the health care. Oh, my God. I can't even get into it. But take it little by little, like you said, take the mentally ill to do that first, work with that genuinely and try to get these people help. That would be a huge part of our society because you have a lot of people roaming the streets that don't, you know, they, they, and maybe they lost their jobs because of a mental illness that they can't, they don't have the money to, to pay for the medication and you know, start with something like that and then move forward. But start with something that's more important than, you know, it's the ridiculousness that they're focusing on that we have could care less about. Like we, we have really urgent matters going on, not what is being, and that's perfectly put. We're trying to pick the lesser of the two evils instead of the best person they have we literally just the other day had a body show up on our beach just a body this is like three days ago a body just showed up and that's everybody what happened to the body i don't know then it's move on to the next thing they become so everyone's become so so desensitized by media you see somebody get killed on the news it's not because of their race it's not because of this it's because you're so fucking used to turning on the news and seeing bad shit Back in the day, somebody died on the street in mafia days. Everyone's like, we we know who did it, but we're afraid because there's this force. Now it's like nobody gives a shit. At least those people still cared. Right. You're right. And that's true. Oh, I know. The sympathy is going right out the window and everyone just wants to argue instead of coming together to, to fight everything that's going on and constructively, not you know, by, you know, I know here we had a situation with looters and, and, and it was more like an opportunistic, like, I'm just going to rip off this Walmart because some guy got hurt instead of genuinely caring about the guy that got hurt. Like, you know, priorities, we our priorities are very screwed right now and we have to get them back to where they were so that we, look- we will care about people that are hurt. Some people look for an instance, and it's honestly becoming the majority now. I like to make, I do make some generalizations, so don't feel like I'm saying towards you or anything. But, oh, yeah, no. Um, people look at somebody that gets hurt in the street during a riot or something, and they look at, it, at that as an opportunity, as there, that person is now a distraction. That yeah. is what we need to fix that empathy. But that yeah, happens when yeah. you, when you isolate yourself, not because of the virus, we were doing that long before. Yeah. Right. Coming home and being only caring about ourselves and our family or something, maybe the extent of your family. Some people just care about themselves, but it's the aspect of like, when you stop 
communicating and you start being part of a, you stop being part of a community, you become part of a cult and it is a cult of yourself. And that is where the line needs to be drawn. You need to have that empathy for people. You need to understand, like, for instance, this morning, we got a hurricane going on. Saw a dude on his bike going to his job at McDonald's in rain that was like 50 miles an hour. I stopped my car at two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, and I opened up my door. I said, get in. He left his bike there and I drove oh, him to his job. So cool. See, that's so nice. But that's no, that's not being a nice factor. What we should all do. It's an aspect of like, if I'm, I've been on the side of the road and I haven't been picked up and I needed oh. it. But I know it's you need, you need to have that experience, you need to have that empathy for people. It's yeah. so it's there in all of us. We have there's some people that have that second thought, like, should I turn around? Should I do it? But he could be a killer. Okay. But sometimes, honestly, in my opinion, I would take that risk if it was a killer because I'd rather help somebody knowing I could do my best to make sure. Because one time I'll give you an instance. I was driving home three o'clock in the morning and I saw a dude I almost hit on my bike right around a sharp like a turn into my neighborhood i was like whoa like it was like a slight curve in the road that went left and i was like whoa i was like that dude didn't have white on he didn't have anything on he's wearing an all-black hoodie everything and he was on his bike i could easily hit him i got home next day i'm looking at the newspaper in the morning or on my phone on the on our daily news next thing i know that dude, two hours they found the body after I had just passed him. Somebody oh had hit him God. with their car and it was a hit and run. And I've talked about this before. I still think about that. And that was three years ago almost, I think. Yeah. So that see, that's so sad. It's it that's what I'm heart. saying. Is that if you know, there's that empathy factor where he didn't that didn't, is gone. And is it my fault I didn't pick them up? I don't know. But I still nah, think about it where now every time I see somebody that I come across, I need to have that 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 reaction. I need to have that feeling to know I'm still human, that I can reach out and help if I need to. I think we all need to have that. Even if you, do, if you don't do it, that's one thing. But if you don't think about it, that's the thing. That's yeah, the factor that needs to be brought That's back. missing. Or and you're right, like people are so afraid because they're afraid of getting hurt. Like, oh, sorry, I'm so my, my phone. Um, it, it's like they're afraid of getting hurt, or even just calling somebody for I don't know. It is a shame, you're right. Like, if you see somebody, your first instinct is, Oh my god, what are they? Are they a killer? Or, but I don't know. I, I remember I was 15 years old and I was walking home, it was pouring rain out. And this older lady had pulled over and she said, do you want to ride home? And this was a long time ago, but I was still afraid. I, I, I said no. But I mean, that was really nice that she even had offered. And I wish, I don't know, like I didn't get in the car, but she was really like, no, I'm just trying to help you. But even then I was so suspicious, like, oh, is there somebody else in the car? You know, it goes through your head and but she was genuinely just trying to be helpful and give me a ride because it was pouring out. And I, I, I still think about it and it happened so long ago and I, I feel bad. It's, it's the suspicion, you know, you're so suspicious it's of everybody. It's the importance and it's the scary thing for me when I come across like a podcast like yours, for instance, because I, I think it's amazing as needed out there, but I think there's one of two ways people can take it. One, 
we as people we need conflict in our everyday life so it gives us that conflict like wow that dude was insane but it causes you to be a nice person because you know oh my god you would never be that crazy to go that far as any of these things yeah and it keeps it in there but it also for some people it can be an idea type thing and that's that's where i'm hoping it catches people before it does reach to that point because i don't believe anybody's initially bred to be hatred i think it's a cause and effect of a lot of environmental influences that bring them there yeah and plus you don't want to be exploitive too i often wonder you know like if i'm cover like if i do this one girl ellen greenberg oh that woman still haunts me i you know, it was a suicide homicide, and you know, which was it? And I, I, it really is a confusing case. But the point is, is I really thought like, I, I hope that the family would never think I was exploiting her by doing this. You know, I really want this to come across like I, I'm genuinely concerned and I'm totally with the family. But that's another thing. You, you worry that you're being exploitive rather than helping i i never want to come off as i'm exploiting something that that would really bother me i i i want it i'm doing it with my best interest at heart but i know sometimes you're using an evolved form of journalism because it seems like the real journalistic stuff is kind of gone i mean it's weird now that we've anybody that creates a blog is technically a journalist but yeah. there's people that right. do it in the right form, like yourself, that actually have this. Like if anybody, like if you did a, uh, a, a murder expose on my family, for instance, if somebody had died in my family from a serious murder and I heard your podcast, you know, talking to you, for instance, if I had an issue with it, I could sense that you're not out there to get somebody. You're out there to really empathize and show people the empathy and the factor. And I think that's really hard to explain in a podcast, but I think you do it pretty well. You still have that empathy factor because it's a sense you can tell in somebody's voice. That's the right, importance. Right. You can tell I in someone's- I appreciate it because yeah. it really is important to me. I, it really, it, it's really important to me to, to come off that way. And it's, it's, a, it's a stuff that needs to be brought to light because I think a lot of people have this curiosity about them that really wants to know did JFK get assassinated? Did JFK? Right. You want to know this government conspiracy type stuff too. It's like, I was so excited when, when I found out you did a Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Monroe <laughs> episode. I was like, oh, hang on that, a second. <laughs> and that episode, I'm telling you something. When I, when I, you're right. When you said that about her, she was involved. I said, I said in the podcast, every avenue of her life could, I could make a whole other podcast about. I said, this woman was involved with everybody i mean she really had her hands in every different pot you know political everybody has one person where at one moment in their life maybe when they're young like i wish this person would just be gone be gone everyone has done that and when you can when you can do that that's the mindset of like the government basically we can make this person just go that's anything that's a power like that. And that's what's scary that I think people need to know about is like with even the virus, for instance, they had people stay inside their homes and that at a threat of a 
at first it was like to, for your own good for two weeks. Then once it hits like the second month, people are like, I'm going to go fucking outside. Yeah. Then they put a fine out where if you were caught outside your house, at least in my state, it's a $5,000 fine. Wow. Oh my God. So it's like, hang on a second. How much control do I have in my own life? And how much control do you have? I feel like I'm getting one slice of the pizza and you're getting the other seven. You're right. That is. And I think that's where some people the rage is starting to like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And I understand that. I mean, it, it is frustrating. You know, you were locked up every, you know, movie theaters are gone. I, you know, it's, you know, the, the restaurant business, it just in, in Philadelphia, I mean, it's, I, 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 to be honest, I don't even know if we have indoor dining still. I, I don't, I, I haven't seen it. I, I, we might, I, I haven't been out in, I've been to other restaurants, but not in Philadelphia. And, and it's just, I think that really, it took a lot out of people it, emotionally. It just, it, it's depressing. And, and that created a lot of anxieties. Are we ever going to get out of this? Is this the new world? Is this how it's going to be? Is it going to get worse? And, and that, especially for young people, I really think that's got to be a, a, it's causing a lot of, bad emotions that are normal that that are you know what i've just been thinking about in this podcast a little bit is this thing i think we need to start not harboring our hatred for others like harboring hatred our anger our aggression all these things that we've been building up this past like couple of months six months seven months probably now eight months actually we're probably on the eight month mark pretty sure we've been dealing with this since like march um yes <laughs> but when that hatred goes towards other people just because you're trying to lash out in anger it's like when you get angry and you just don't want to be around anybody nobody really does that they tend to like get angry in front of people well now we turn yeah. that aggression onto others why don't we build up to something else why don't you hate the situation that we're all in hate the situation the world is coming to hate the hurt that we're all experiencing and then let's team up against that hurt yes like get together that's the that's the way i am like i together i i hate hate like i am so into just loving and trying to make people feel better i hate that people are so angry right now and i would love to find a way to get everyone to just you know, realize that we are really in the same boat. I mean, I'm sure others have different situations. Pick going an impossible on. enemy. Yeah, I exactly. Hope, I yeah. hope the government comes out about a bunch of crazy alien shit. I really hope that they're like, it's going to be a war of the world scenario. Yeah. Because so it's in, us against them. Exactly. Because in War of the Worlds, nobody was fighting each other. They were fighting the thing or they were trying to figure out how to survive. And that is the best yes. way. That is yes. the only they came out about water on the moon and they came out about an obelisk on Mars. I'm like, hey yo, let's just <laughs> say there's lizard people. I'm down with that. I don't believe it, yes. but I'm down with it. I'll toss that out there. Let's get it going. Let's all fight. I don't want thing. anybody probing my ass. <laughs> yeah. I'd oh rather fight that guy. Did you ever see those things? It's like, oh my God, if that's what they're doing. I mean, there, there was. Oh, How I much can you learn from an ass? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. actually, everything does come down to poop, says my doctor. Yeah, so- that's true. That's very true. 
true. That might be the most valuable sense of information that they have. Oh my God. There was, I had to say, it was something so funny. I was reading like a Facebook or something and people were fighting about politics. And all of a sudden this one guy wrote, I am pooping. Oh my God. It was such a nice relief. And I could not stop laughing. I was, I just liked it. I said, that is, that's it. <laughs> I am pooping. You just that's need that. The- you just need that one thing to be like, Oh my God, why am I getting? Cause you get so involved in it. It's like, you're scrolling through. You're like, Oh my God, like, this is insane. This person doesn't know what they're talking about. Then one dude's just like, Hey guys, I just shit my pants. You're like, Oh, <laughs> thank you. You brought me back from the brink. And that's exactly it. I was, I was laughing so hard. I said, whoever this guy or girl was, I love you. I, I it just made my day. I kept thinking all day. I am pooping. I am pooping. Like, yes, that's, that's the important part. And you're right. It all does come out to pooping. <laughs> it's uh, it's in your body. Look, this time, la- actually, last month, last year, we were experiencing people storming Area 51. Honestly, the government's best choice right now is to open that shit up and be like, guys, oh, it's all yeah. real. That would oh, unite yeah. so many people. I mean, the aspect of imagine that there's this being from another universe that could be here at any moment and could be around us. Oh, that might yeah. create like a body snatcher scene. Never mind. Don't yeah. do that. That's terrible. <laughs> but that is crazy that all those years they denied, denied, denied. And then now they 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 said all that stuff was true. I, I don't look at them as liars for that. I look at them and that's probably the right choice because pre- the aspect protecting. of it's it is. But I believe if people want to know that information, they should be able to have that information. I don't think anything should be kept secret because I believe keeping secrets leads to where the situation we're at now. A lot of information is coming out and people yeah. are not happy about it. Like, wait a minute, George Washington's teeth weren't cherry wood. They were yes. slave teeth. I'm <laughs> like, bruh, like you. Why that- did you tell us that? Yeah. Because it doesn't look that? good on paper. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh. No, tell me the real shit so I don't feel like I've been lied to like when Santa Claus was real. Like that's oh, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I give my parents a lot of respect for opening up that one for me. They were like, hey, I'm buying you your presents, not this <laughs> fat piece of shit. Like I worked hard <laughs> for that. I'm like <laughs> thank you. Like I'm glad I know now. That is so funny. That you're right, God. I remember in school, everyone Santa Claus isn't real. You know, half the people were like, "We believe." You wanted to find out kids. earlier before the other kids. Yes. Then you're, you're as right. a parent, you're looking at it like, I don't want my kid to be dumb shit at, the at dork, like twenty. Yeah, the dork. That's like, oh, I know, I know. It's so true. You know, it, that's a tough one. And that is weird how that story, you know, you think back, like, how the heck did that story? We evolved from splattering orphan bloods on our doorstep to opening up presents (laughs) and eating gingerbread cookies. Isn't that amazing how as a society we have progressed? (laughs) Honest to God, that's so wild. Now you get everything Apple Pay. Santa delivers Apple Pay. I know. That is the greatest my son wants a pizza. I'm like, before I, it was impossible. Now, that door dash, everything. Now it's like, don't I you dare say Papa want. John's. Oh, what, why you like Papa John's? No, he's a like cult leader. Oh, is he? I have a freaking shirt that proves it. <laughs> what does it say? It's Papa John's holding a head on a pizza. Some dude drew it and I put it on a shirt. 
And I that sent it to Papa awesome. John, and I don't think he likes me. Oops. <laughs> I think that's Sorry, awesome. I'm missing out on that. Cardboard. I love fucking. it. I love it. Yeah, I we always get like the mom and pop kind of pizzas. I, I'm I, a Domino's I never, fan. Oh yeah, Domino's. Yeah, Domino's just Domino's has come a long way. It's the oregano Back on the crust. That's all it is. Mm, yeah, I God, you're making me. And I, I think I'm gonna order pizza. I'm ready for lunch. I can tell you that. <laughs> that is awesome. Isn't it amazing oh, how we go from like murder to pizza? Yes. Pizza. Oh my if god! You were I gonna just... kill somebody. What would be your afternoon <laughs> snack that you would have? Goldfish. Uh, yes, I would have a lovely salad, and then I. Would what go would to you do pizza. for a Klondike bar? <laughs> like in the last meals, yeah. like that always fascinated me. Like, really, I I heard Aileen Wernos did not get a last meal. She just had coffee. Yeah, and there was then, a person I, that had an olive. And what he did oh, really? with, with the pit of the olive, he stuck the pit in his pocket because it believed in a, in a type of thing that it was supposed to grow like a, a tree, but he would also be like, um, it was like a piece or an olive tree or something, something ridiculously crazy. And he believed that that would be like um, his spirit in the afterlife to be able to come back as a ghost. What? It was no. really insane. But all he did was have the pit of an olive. Like that was it. I'm like, Makes sense, but if I'm gonna have a last meal, it's Domino's pizza or it's Ben and Jerry's or it's Thanksgiving oh, food. I ben love Thanksgiving. Yes, so do I. Oh, I I love Thanksgiving food. I love nice it. crab I, cake. Are you kidding me? Oh, I had a crab cake down by. It was in a um, Bethany Beach, Delaware. Uh, it was called a steak and cake. But that crab cake was phenomenal. Oh my god, it was so good. It's Yummy. a mouth-watering delight. Yeah, shout out to Finns. <laughs> Is there Finns by by Ocean City, Maryland? Or? Uh, I think it's like right at the tail end of it, like one forty-second. Okay, yeah. I we always go. There was like a Sun Fest. We always go down there to uh, Ocean City, Maryland. But that whole like Bethany Beach, Rehoboth ocean city i like it down there it's too. a tourist destination and there yeah. if you do want another key to an episode there's also a grizzly murder that was in this town that was actually on really? 60 minutes what was the grizzly murder I you gotta to look it up it. famous murder yeah. in ocean city it was a couple from virginia had chopped up a body they they ditched it all around town is it the one where they were in the hotel and they shot them and then they found them at the Hooters? Is that no, this is one where they chopped each individual body piece up and then they. Are you kidding yeah. me? And it's funny because that was played in school for me too. Yeah, they really? played. It was, was wild. My government teacher was like, "Here's this. Here's this." And then now we're gonna watch Pearl Harbor, and I'm like, "Well, fuck!" <laughs> like this is an amazing day. Did he show you like the Zabruder film? Was that the, the JFK film that he showed you? Whatever one was like the one that got leaked by like a, a media Oh yeah, person. yeah, that's a Zabruder. Yeah, that's it. That that was the best one because it showed all the shots, like you said. And I heard that that bodyguard was told specifically that day that he was not allowed to sit where he usually sat. So that in itself is bizarre. Why? Why couldn't he sit where he usually sat? It just made no sense. It's a strange place, Debbie. <laughs> it is. Do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. 
but the twilight zone <laughs> i have to ask before we wrap it up what's with the shoe why is it a shoe oh okay i got it now this is a story um when i was uh one day i was in this park and there was these two detectives and they had just found the body and the guy was like we can't find his right shoe i just happened to hear that so i said that's weird so i, I went home and i remembered this unsolved mysteries it was this guy named kurt sova he he was thrown into a ravine and they could never find his right shoe couple months later there was another guy they couldn't find his right shoe so then i started looking and most there's few left shoes but nine times out of ten the right shoe is always missing and that the right shoe just came to me and i was like that's it i told my daughter i said right and she drew this and i and then it was born i was like that's it it's going to be the right shoe People call me the shoe lady, but I don't care. Whatever gets you to remember it. Of course, I, the I, right shoe. It's the <laughs> dominant shoe. Yeah, and that's what I figured. Like when people are walking, most people are right-handed. And that's probably why it's mostly the right. But I would like to do a study on it. And see do, you know, I... do you know what, Um, when they tie shoes up and they throw them on antenna lines, you know what that signifies? Yeah, what is it? That's a, I, I forget. That's, a, that's a sign of a gang, and it's also a sign of a popular drug dealer that's in that area. Ah, oh, that's wild. They used to do that around here all the time. All the time. We probably still, if I looked out the window, they'd probably be hanging up. Sometimes it's also for a burial, depending where you're at. Really? Wow. Like to honor this person, instead of building a landmark, they would throw up a shoe. That's crazy. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's cool. I like hearing the background between, you know, how did you start? I think I heard how you started. You told the story. You. I'll tell you off air if you want to know again, but yeah, yeah I, won't, I, won't, I won't let the listeners be like this mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm anxious to hear. It was just like started or. But um, just Debbie, why don't you promote your podcast so people can know where to find you at? Oh, it's called The Right Shoe. Um, my my Instagram, which is pretty popular, it's De- Shopaholic Deb forty four. I won't change it. My son drives. He goes nuts. He said it should all be The Right Shoe, but I, I had that for years. It's like a. I just like shopaholic deb 44 is the Instagram, but the right shoe is on all podcast, all podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, where I have a website, the right shoe podcast.com. It has all of the podcasts and it has uh, pictures. I, I usually link the pictures and like a little story with each podcast. So the right shoe podcast.com is the website. And the right shoe, wherever podcast, any podcasting platform, you can find it. And I figure the right shoe is kind of easy to remember. I'll make sure I link it in the description. And I guess the right shoe, it's always better without yeah. the left, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to visit iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe, and even share the show. Helps me out. Leave me a little something like a little message about oregano or Domino's pizza or how Papa John's is evil. Thanks for checking out Out of the Blank Podcast.